It's beginning to look a lot like podcast. Everywhere you go. Isn't oh, it? Oh, isn't it just just Come on in, ears. my dear friend. Come on in, warm <laughs> yourself by the Yule log. Because oh. it's December officially. You've got you've had your tree up for a week already. Um, yeah. and I know last week your Christmas pecker was sky high. Let's just say mm-hmm. my my pecker has grown to meet yours at the top oh. of the Christmas tree and they're oh. and they're under the mistletoe together. Oh, okay. So there's just uh, just to reiterate to go over the image, our two peckers are under the mistletoe together. <laughs> How are you doing, Ollie, my friend? Ollie, my dear podcast friend, and to the gorgeous public, my word. Beautiful. Um, I'm all right, mate. I um, appreciate you always. I appreciate the opportunity to pick up the phone and to ring a dear podcast friend. Um, mm-hmm. I Disclaimer at the top of the show, I am particularly bushed today. Uh, quite tired, young man. Tired, young man. Uh, but God, my intentions are, you know, where they need to hey, be. And, yeah. That's all that matters, man, as long as you intend to be entertaining. Yeah, well... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I don't know about entertaining. I'm definitely, def- genuinely, definitely snuggly. Okay. Um, and... But very lethargic, and so if that comes across, I put. Hey, why don't we invite the listeners to just chill out, just wherever you are? I you thought know? you were going to say skip you this one. Know? No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> no, I no, mean, please, please, we need the stats. No, but just put your feet up. You know, imagine the Christmas fire, and mm-hmm. yeah. Well, th- yeah. I, I, luckily for us. Uh... Oh wait, 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 Ollie. Mm-hmm. How are you, man? <laughs> um. I'm all right, man. I, look, I was going to get to that. It's okay. I, I appreciate you wanting to know how I'm doing, but, it, you know, it would have come up, believe me. Yeah. Um, I'm okay. I'm all right. I just had a Zoom therapy sesh, so I'm, I'm trying, I need to remember to switch to podcast mode and not mi- mm. mix the two up. Th- is this the one where I talk about my dad? No, 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 no. Other one, other oh, one, no. other one, other one. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, how oh, was your Zoom therapy session? It was good. It's all, I mean, yeah, it's always good. I I think I said this before, but I'm surprised by how much I'm getting out of it. Like, I was kind of sceptical for the usual reasons, just, you know, the distancing factor of having a, a screen rather than being with someone. But I actually think the distance has allowed a, a little crab like me to come out of his shell. Um, mm. And I somehow feel freer to share. I get that. I think a lot of people will, you know, be yeah, right there with you. It does make sense when you think when you think about it, but I think it's just before you actually try it, at least for me, you 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 know, your instinct is that it's going to be uh, awkward or somehow, or, you know, there'll be something weird about it. But there actually, there isn't. Not for me, at least. Are you? You're still doing it over Skype over or Zoom, yeah. So you're not. Um, you went in person once or something, but but. No, I did go in person. Like while everything was lifted a bit in the UK, yeah. I started to do that. And don't get me wrong, there was definitely a benefit to doing. Oh, that. there was an electricity. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was electric. Um, but I would say that I'm. I I kind of see the the benefits of 
a bit of distance, maybe. Do you know what? I would opt for being in person, but I, I am surprised by how beneficial I still find the, you know, the remote sessions. Well, yeah. Uh, um, and what wonderful world we live in, in which it's know, possible. That can happen. Yeah. yeah. I, I do wonder, though, because I listened to this podcast. Well, I think it's a Radio 4 show called All in the Mind, and they mm. had a therapist on talking about their experience of suddenly working almost entirely over zoom and they mentioned something that scared me a little bit which was that they've started to it's the first time they get a little glimpse into their clients homes uh, and in the background they can see the sort of environment they're in and so i heard that so i started clearing anxiety around any meeting i've had i mean we had our first phone a friend zoom meeting the other day yeah Yeah, Um, one year in and i um yeah one year in and um yeah, I deliberately positioned the just a little bit Christmas of tree, just a little bit of the Christmas tree in the background yeah, for you. I appreciate uh, that. No one commented on it, but yeah, it was you know. Hey, yeah, there was a twinkle. No, there was a twinkle in my eye. No, but it made it me look like a try-hard waster, and I was what? just like, oh yeah, it, like it looked like I was the guy that wanted to be kooky on the Zoom call, and I it absolutely it just... did not look like that at all. It looked like you're okay. in your living room, which happens to have a fucking tree in it or whatever room of oh the... no it was far more deliberate than that I okay well that, yeah. i didn't realize it was so curated but i appreciated it i mean yeah, i had to ask my neighbor around to hold my laptop up for me your elderly neighbor had to stand there for half an hour while we had a meeting <laughs> <laughs> well i on the oh ollie it's sorry to butt in oh but already Thank you. Regardless of where this conversation goes, I'll put, put it like I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not up for it. Like I'd be lying if I said I was oh, up for it. But I think you've already. You're more up for it than anticipated. Yeah. So hopefully by the end I'm up for it. So sorry. Where were you? Well, th- that remind that's there's there's a name for that because uh, I again this was on the all in your mind thing I learned a phrase and then it's something I do very often to my therapist I actually I doorknobbed my therapist today do you know what this is doorknobbing and no 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 No? okay good I thought you were gonna be a mucky boy um no 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 why would you ever think that look so now the dear podcast listener is gonna think that I'm the weird one when we both know how your fucking mind works (laughs) I don't listen. I haven't signed up for this because I oh I haven't. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. right. So doorknobbing is when you spend the whole session kind of talking around something, Mm. and then just as you got your hand on the doorknob as you're leaving, you kind of bring up the real thing that you should have been talking Mm. about for the whole the whole hour. And so the way you're feeling, you might feel up for it by the end of this podcast episode, in which case you will be mm. doorknobbing the fuck out of me. Um, but I feel like by saying I'm not, listen, to, for the listeners as well, when I say I'm not up for it, what I mean is I'm not you're up tired. for it. You're tired. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, all right then. <laughs> no, no. Um, it was just... Long day. It, sometimes, it's, sometimes it's hard to imagine having anything, you know, worth listening to to say. Some people will hear that and go like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah we know that, it, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's even about the premise. <laughs> you know, phone a friend, you know? Anyway, but I'm here and you're here, Ollie, and it sounds as if you're doing a little better than last week. Yes, well, I think part of it is I've sort of, I've just had my therapy, which can, it can go one of two ways. Either I'm going to be 
useless to the world immediately after, or I feel like I've let something loose and I can relax a little bit. And I think because I'm going to be, I'm going to be in the UK this time next week, which is mad oh, to think my about. Word. But so because I've got this trip coming up, I've just been a little stressed about various things I've got to get done before that. And I've not been sleeping very well because I've I've literally just been staying up thinking like, okay, and you need to do this and then you need to do that and make sure that this happens. And then during my therapy, I just like sort of basically unloaded onto this poor person all the stuff that I'm stressed about. And now I feel pretty good because yeah. it's out. It's out there. It's their problem now. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> bye bye. Close the Zoom. Sleep well. <laughs> I don't know if that's quite how it works. Yeah. But I am glad that you've seen a little light and um, yeah, bloody hell. So in a week, you're going to be on, you know, home, home turf. Yeah. I mean, things I've been thinking about, I, I mean, obviously I, I have to self-isolate. So this will be when I can leave the house. But I'm going to go to just like a really big Sainsbury's and oh. take my fucking time, man. I'm going to go aisle by aisle. I just, oh. the the thing is... While I'm here, I, I mean, there's only one thing food-wise that I miss. No, two things, sorry. Uh, crunchy nut clusters, milk chocolate swells. Oh, yeah. And Nando's. Oh, I had that this morning. Yeah, good for you, you Brit. Fucking Brit yeah. scum. Um, yeah. <laughs> for some reason, they, here they've got crunchy nut, but they don't have clusters. So, I mean, anyway. Mm. But but when I'm actually in a British supermarket and I can see all the things, I, I go, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how we are having at that. And I'm going to just stock on up. And also because I'll be staying with my sister, I'm going to fill up with treats for, for her and for my um, brother-in-law and probably not for my nephew because there's probably like rules. I think like kids are supposed to have fruit in that. Um, but I don't know. I'm, mm. This is all stuff I'm going to learn. Mm. And I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But but before then, dear sweet Rate and I are celebrating Christmas this saturday so mm. i'm part of my stress is just you know i want i want to um i want everything to be nice mm. um and so you know it's it's not the worst thing in the world to be stressed about having mm. a having a nice little yum yum and go have a nice meal uh nice presents um <laughs> Oh my God, George, I'm so sorry. I've completely forgot to wish you a, a happy Black Friday last week. Oh my God, I'm Ollie. so sorry. I know it's an important holiday to you, tradition. I'm so sorry. Look, happy Black Friday. Happy belated Black Friday. Um, Am I the only one that... So when Black Friday started, which I... Wasn't that long ago, was yeah, it? Or was feels... it one of those things where it's like, yeah, it was actually fifteen years yeah, ago. It probably was. <laughs> yeah. But it does it, um, it does feel relatively I remember recent. it making me feel very upset when I first heard about it. And almost every year I completely forget that it will happen until like three days before. I, and I'm like, oh I forget Do you the videos. Well that's the thing that that is yeah, that's depressing. People like beating the shit out of each other so that yeah. they can get a telly. But I I forget about it in, until the algorithm decides that I must think about it every day and puts ads in my feed for all sorts of things. But I did get a cracking deal on some small game this year. Um, mm. So, you know, it's good to get all the Christmas prezzies for the family sorted. Yeah. Uh, now I've just got to get them to the UK, but we'll see. 
We'll see how that goes. But yeah. the reason I um was thinking about Black Friday and and you know how, how special it is to you, and I, again, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to forget. But is because today I went to a big department shop here. It's sort of the John Lewis. I think I talked about it before when I was um, uh, looking at toasters and my ex-therapist came up to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, shout out to my ex Yeah, shout out, shout out to my ex-therapist. All the best. Vintage episode. Oh, oh my God. That's classic the episode. God. There's some absolutely brilliant episodes out there. Yeah. I, I, there really is, and I urge any of you to go back and you know dip your toe into one or two of them. <laughs> um, but anyway, it, it, it was the first time I'd been in a shop, like a big shop for a while, you know, with all the COVID stuff, and I started to feel the old panic rising, mm. and I was quite, I was pleased with myself because I was able to give myself some the space that I needed at that time. I slowed on down and I averted disaster, which this may sound like a small thing to some people, but for anyone who knows, panic attacks can be very intense and it's easier said than done to like, even if you can feel it coming on, you can't just go, oh, don't do that. Oh, God, don't feel like that. Um... And I feel as if it's an indicator of being in in a in a sort of good place, relatively. I know that I wasn't last week, but this week at least, that yeah, I I was I was able to take it in my stride. And a situation that in the past would have caused me a lot of stress, busy department store, everyone in masks, and all the you know COVID anxiety, just ended up being a uh, relatively mundane and. I mean, it was an unsuccessful trip. They didn't have the thing that I wanted to get for Rat A, but I didn't have a panic attack. So in that way, great success, as my friend, is. as That's my old man it. would say. Uh, famously. famously yeah. and, he, and God, he's oh, yeah, yeah, Um But it is, they're little victories. Mm-hmm. And they're not even that little, actually. They're quite, you know, in a, if you think back to other times, and we've spoken about this before, but, you know, the same situation, you know, however many months ago, years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a brilliant thing. Yeah. Um, I, was... I think that I was obviously recent, um, since last week's episode, or since we've kind of drawn attention to the fact that we're coming up to the year you know milestone of the show just thinking about the things that have changed since starting it and there's you know in in the way that each of us and I was I'm only able to talk for myself but you know have things have improved I think for myself and I think some of it I can link to these conversations well all of it yeah Uh, yeah yeah probably a hundred and hundred percent well it especially it's especially interesting to think that in that time this huge life-changing global pandemic has happened so it's fuck it's no mean feat to you know to be able to deal with all that stress and deal with your own you know think about where you're at and your feelings and all that stuff and I mean, well, one of the things that's changed is that you ha- have regular therapy now. That's probably mm. quite a big... I mean, I would like to say that um, weekly conversations with me are the most important ones, but probably weekly conversations with the other one, the other lad, probably slightly more. But it's a combo. Actually, come to think of yeah. it, I don't know if it is actually <laughs> a combo. It's probably... I don't know how up for this I am, to be fair. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> slowly becoming less and less up Yeah, now you point it out, Ollie. Mm. It's probably... Could be yeah. using this time to it's talk to my therapist. Yeah. <laughs> Holding you back. Um, <laughs> um, no, but it is. And I think when you say that about the shop, I think, fuck yeah. I and mean, I want to, you know, give you a high five and go, path, baby, path. <laughs> oh, so pleased to hear that. Yeah, um, God. that reminds oh, oh God, fuck, fuck, fuck. Well, can Five. we can we edit oh, out all the bits? Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> can I just say to the listener, this is I am definitely exaggerating. I just can't stress enough that my word, my I'm word, drowsy. you're a tired boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't put my finger on why, but I'm drowsy. God, you're drowsy. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Well, um... I'm also a drowsy boy, I have to say. I mean, I mentioned the fact that I wasn't sleeping and that was a I was fishing for some sympathy there, but you know, didn't seem to pique your interest at all. Hang on. Uh, um, Hang on. Well let's get there slowly but surely. We're just we've just you know, the train just stopped at the the shopping department stop. And now Oh god, you really aren't up for this. Yeah. <laughs> now um all aboard back on engines are up. Okay, we're sailing through. Here we are. Okay, What's very this? mixed vegetables. We're sailing and <laughs> we're on a train. <laughs> Okay, hit me, Ollie. Why have you not been sleeping well? Well, I, I mean, I, firstly, it's one of the few times that I can... What am I trying to say? Like, quite often when I have sleeping troubles, I'm not really thinking of anything in particular. I just... My, my brain's a buzz and, and I can't chill the fuck out and cool down. But this time it's been very, like, textbook thinking about st- stresses and worries and things you need to get done and uh you know not to, i'm not trying to belittle that because that can obviously be still be well yeah it's still keeping me up it's still shit but in a way i'm just glad that it's not the old sort of nameless mysterious terror <laughs> um mm. at least i know the things that are on my mind and uh, yeah it's nothing serious but it's just i mean you know i haven't traveled it's just fucking frustrating though uh, as well, yeah, yeah, just yeah. when you, uh, it's my when it's just like, come on, you, I was knackered. That's I'm a bit worried about that tonight. If if overtired, yeah, man, yeah. If that happens, but then you were just about to say as well, you haven't travelled in a year. Yeah, and travelling is something that would would be a is usually a pretty big trigger for the old panic mobile, uh, all aboard, sailing on the train, etc. Um, mm. But I feel, I mean, that is partly that is part of my stress for sure. Also, you know, this I'm gonna say this as what not to do so please don't think dear gorgeous listener that i'm endorsing this but quite often the way i would get through the um travel anxiety is i would get to the airport very early and have several pints and i'm a little bit worried that they're not going to be doing pints so what the fuck am i going to do i'm going to have to be Uh, 
What, are you saying that I have to actually face my fears and not use alcohol as a crutch? No, yeah, thank I, you, not this Christmas. Not, I'll never tell you what to do, but I don't know, give it a go. Well, I'm going to have to. Yeah. I would maybe... Uh, the thing is, though, that uh, arriving early to the airport is a... Yeah, dangerous kind of, game. Is a, yeah, but it does kind of help because it, it relieves the stress of what if I miss flight. Yes. Um, but then you are in quite an unpleasant uh, environment for a longer time. I used to love airports. I used to be a creep, freak, loser. I don't know what um, what you would call it. Work shy, freak, loser, creep. One of those you love to call me. But I used to love the atmosphere of airports because... And I think the, the things I used to love about them are the things I hate now. And that is that time doesn't really exist at an airport, but then it's also the most important thing. It's like everyone there is obviously in transit. There's this weird, the word I want to use is liminal, but I'm not sure that it's the right word. But it's, I think they're called liminal spaces where it's like points where everyone's in transition. There's this kind of weird sense of timelessness because you can have a pint at breakfast and no one thinks you're weird they just think oh good lad off to a beefer (laughs) um maybe that's just me but i used to find the kind of buzz of an airport quite soothing and now it is absolutely not the case and i've definitely done myself dirty before by getting there far too early and then you just have more time to spiral so there's a sweet spot between you don't want to you don't want to be in a rush but you don't want to have too much time to let the the kind of oppressive atmosphere get get to you um Mm. hope no one's listening to this while uh well i can as an antidote i can you've just reminded me i was talking to my sister the other day and i said this is the weirdest thing this was actually Yesterday, I said, yeah. I was like, I found myself really wanting to do a long haul flight. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's rare. Man. That's not a normal. I don't often. Is it? I can't remember ever thinking that. Can you think? Um, do you know why you feel that? I think I associate them with having been like in the height of hectic work schedules, and, and then, then the you one can time where out. you yeah properly yeah. Um, and in quite an unhealthy way, they become your... Rest time. Um, yeah. And I think there was something about that. But then that I, th- I wonder if... Because I don't often go abroad for holidays. Mm. But, but So I wonder if, like, just I'm having quite a normal feeling, which is it would be you quite nice get away. to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is something about the long, the long haul. Although, I mean, it's changing now because because uh, more and more you can get Wi-Fi on long haul flights. And because I'm a little sucker for the for the demon Wi-Fi, um, um, if it's there, I'm gonna use it. Whereas oh, it, oh, Ollie, yeah. Sorry, you just like on, on this point. You know, we were talking about how like I give myself uh, and have done m- more severely in the past, but like give myself rules that I have to follow. Yes. Um. During the whole of the last album campaign, one of my rules was I wasn't allowed to uh, in, use any screen during any flight. Okay. So I would only be so allowed not even to the, read or write. Not even the the lad in front that's got Paddington too. The the in in the seat one. Yeah, like that. That's the one I mean. Really, like I could listen. I could use my phone to put a podcast on, for instance, okay. or a record. But I, I wasn't allowed to watch anything. Okay. Um, and that's that's silly, I think. Yeah, I think, well, 
for particularly for me, I just want to get through it and anything that's going to help me get through it, you know, yes, please. Um, Do you find you're more emotional when watching films in the air? This is a this is a topic that's come up on uh, the uh, film review podcast with Simon Mayo and Mark Commode, which is oh, what do they call it? Oh, I can't remember. They've got a name for it. But apparently this is a phenomenon that lots of people experience where you're watching a film during a flight up in the air and you get a bit teary at at something that you normally wouldn't and i remember watching oh, what is it? a kung fu panda oh yeah or maybe it was kung fu kung fu panda 2 it's a good one one of them and i mean to be honest i'm a bit of a sucker normally but i was definitely feeling I think it was, you know, the 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 father relationship, um, something about that in there. You know, he's that you know he's a, got gooses a dad. Yeah, I mate. Mean, the worst I had was well, two stories come to mind. One was an internal flight in America, and I watched this program where this dude that's got way too much energy. Actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> this guy with a lot of energy goes around and builds tree houses for people in America, <laughs> and this family had fostered a lot of children, and I. I've never cried so much at this, like, it was like 40 minutes long and every five minutes there was an advert break. Um, on on a flight? Yeah. Well, like, no, you That's know, like, America, American TV baby. editing where you know oh, that wouldn't okay. be where the so advert they, was. They, yeah, yeah. They've got a little sting and then and then they kind of repeat the thing they just said just before you went to the ad. Yeah. Oh, it drives me <laughs> yeah. mad. Um, but then the other one was I was I was much younger. I was on a long-haul flight with my mum and I must have been about 14 mm-hmm. and I was watching Billy Elliot for the first time oh, and yeah. as you just touched I mean, on, any get, film yeah. with a father and son <laughs> dynamic gets me, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm crying my eyes. Everyone else is asleep. It's that time of the flight where you feel like, you know, yeah. midnight snack vibes. <laughs> And um <laughs> so true. Isn't it? It's like oh we'll just stay up a little later. Um and <laughs> I was watching it cry my eyes out and I had lent on the thing that said I needed assistance. Oh. And this 14, you're a delicate thing, aren't oh, you? Yeah. You're you're concerned with what people think about you, yeah. I certainly was. And this bless this woman came up and was like, "Is everything is everything okay?" Like that, and I didn't. I was like, "Why the fuck is she come over just because I'm crying?" I was like, "Yeah." But to her, fun of just watching the film. To you her, know? you were you were you know watching this film desperately pressing the the assistance <laughs> button. Like, help me! Help me! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I well, yeah. I think as the, on the film review podcast. They've brought this up and pe- loads of people email in saying this is something they've experienced. So who knows? Uh, if we've got any egghead scientists out there, um, keep it to yourself, fucking nerds. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Just talking of father-son dynamics in films, this year I was... Uh, I'm going to use the word made, as in made to watch. Forced, um, yeah, okay. But I was... Uh, what was it called? It might have been called About Time. Oh, it was yeah. like a... Bill Nye and time, yeah, time yeah, travel yeah, yeah. rom-com. Yeah, and I, they, I'd like been told, look, this is a bit emotional. And I would say for the first 75% of the film, I was like, I kind of get it, but it's not getting me quite, you know, mm-hmm. not quite getting me. And then I can't remember exactly what bit it was. Yes, I can. He fucking goes to Spoilers, spoilers. Some people might be hell. desperately waiting oh, to see about time. Wide my eyes out, mate. 
Um, well, I think it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's. Uh, you know, it's the guy. What's his name? Richard Curtis. He's. It's his go-to. You know, there'll be a a, a weepy bit towards the end. Mm. Um, Do you think often though it's good to have a cry at TV or film? And sometimes I think. This might be me getting a this cry isn't out about, about the something film. else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and this is a good thing. If this is the catalyst, if I can say that it's about this, but there might be something else. Yeah, but wouldn't it out. be? Yeah, I mean, it would be nice if you could, if you didn't have, if you didn't need that. You know, if you could just. But I don't let think I. Cry. I think I can do that. I think, like, I don't know. It's not do conscious. It. Okay. You're, yeah, you're not. You, so myself, you don't have a, a hard day and then go, oh fuck, and you're going through your Sky Plus. I need to find something. Need to find something quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's more like a thought. I think, like, oh, I wonder if that's like cathartic on different levels mm-hmm. because it might have like cleared a few ducts. I don't know. I haven't seen anything that's made me feel anything in a while. Oh no, that's not true. I saw something, but it's too sad. I don't even want to mention it. Yeah, um, don't, yeah, don't keep it to your fucking self. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm slowly getting there. I'm kind of enjoying this. Oh, thank you so much. I'll tell you what. You know, you could just keep it to yourself in terms of minute to minute whether you're enjoying a conversation with me. I don't need you to say after... Oh, you know what, actually? Sorry, mate. I could actually see myself enjoying this soon. I'm not now, (laughs) but soon I might. uh, Yeah, as your old man used to say, I'll keep it to myself. Yeah, God, he used to say it. Um... Oh God, he said it. Oh Jesus, he said it. Um, oh yeah, just quickly, you know, last week you said that perhaps I should um, bring up uh, uh, sort of positive things about Rate, Rate appreciation, because mm. quite often it's like, oh, you know, the old ball and chain, oh, is she yeah. oh, giving me that, and she goes, rah, 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 and I go, I'll keep it down, I'll watch the telly, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. I just want to say that after one of my uh, sleepless nights, which I wasn't, I had barely slept. I woke up to coffee and a brownie from my favourite cafe, from my dear sweet Ratte, and I just oh, thought, I don't mate. deserve this. I'm, a, I'm going to call you a rat on a podcast later this week. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, Ratte, if you're listening, and I know you're about twelve weeks behind because you don't actually enjoy the show. <laughs> Okay, that reverted back to digging around yeah, quite no, quickly. She, she she does like it. It's just, I mean, you know, can you imagine living with me and then thinking, you know what, I'm going to put my headphones yeah. on and listen yeah. to you for another hour. Fuck no, that. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that, man. I mean, yeah. Uh, but, you oh. know, God, Ratty, gotta love her. Thank you, all the yeah. best. Um, now that I've done that, I want to say something she did that annoyed me. So, what do you think about this? Rat A constantly says about me that I love World War Two because I like watching documentaries about it. Now, I don't like it when she says things like you love world war ii because Mm, it's the wrong language to use really isn't it yeah and and i was reminded of it today because i was listening to one of my you know true crime podcasts that you'd hate um Mm. and it said something like this episode contains material that may not be suitable for all audiences if you are offended by violence against children do not listen and i was like well i am offended by that but what you mean but what you mean is if you are if you don't want to hear about it well no yeah. wait that also i don't want to hear about it 
But well, no, but it's if you're sensitive. Like, yeah, if, if I heard if that, you're particularly... I think I'd be like, okay. Because then I'm going to have to watch about time later on. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you, you know that you're you know. going to have to schedule in a quick... Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah. So, yes, I like watching documentaries about World War Two, But I don't love World War Two. I actually think... And, you know, sorry. I actually think it was a very bad thing. So, I think you'll agree with me, Rat A, lovely girl. Mm. <laughs> But please yeah, no, stop would. saying I, I love. Stop saying I love World War Two, please. No. My dear A. Mm. Okay, mm. so George, my dear boy, it's mm. I think it's about time that we call over gorgeous Jexton, who's got on a little Christmas hat, um, oh. and it's yeah, jingling and jangling, and of course the messenger boy dressed as a a dirty little elf who's in trouble. Um, one of Santa's least favorite uh, elves. So come on over. The waters, the snow, the snow is lovely. Email for you, my lord. This email has just come in, my lord. Right, so this email is from Joe. Joe says, like most people during this pandemic or anus... <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got no, the wrong show. No. <laughs> okay, no, I'm, I apologise. Joe has written, you know, the Latin anus horribilis, you know, bad year, horrible year. And I misread it as anus, horrible anus, I'm sorry. So, like most people during this pandemic or horrible anus, I've been getting more and more <laughs> paranoid of all the what-if possibilities. I had mm. to stop consuming coffee and the news for months because I've been having palpitations and find it hard to sleep and often have this anxious feeling like a bomb will explode at any moment. I only came back to all that stuff when I sort of found my pandemic groove, which I like as a phrase very much. I'm not diagnosed with anything, but that may be partly because we don't have access to mental health professionals in our area, and mental health is so sort of a taboo subject in my country. In my country, suicides are blamed on the lack of faith in religion, and mental health issues are invalidated as just a bump in the road or a sign of weakness, not something to be dealt with. It's very helpful for me that there are people, especially men, on the other side of the globe who openly talk about feelings, emotions, and mental health. Because of your podcast, I feel like I'm not alone anymore because of your inspiration i now talk about mental health with my friends we check up on one another from time to time your podcast is a great help to people like me who are in places where it's taboo to talk about mental health i've been listening to a lot of music and podcasts during this pandemic to chill myself out so i, I discovered the music of some guy called george ezra and then found out about this podcast from his instagram you guys have been a great companion to have as we go along this global nightmare thank you for everything from joe brackets not rogan close brackets from <laughs> from the philippines and i'm glad you cleared that up joe because i was thinking when it's i got the email from someone called joe i was thinking is this rogan um but joe that is a, oh, an mate. incredible thing to hear and obviously it must be very difficult to to be in the position where you don't feel like you can discuss these things and you you feel a certain way but you're made to feel as if that's wrong or something that you should hide and hopefully 
George and I can tell you directly and indirectly through just the podcast existing that the way you feel is it doesn't make you a freak is normal especially as you say in this horrible anus i mean mm. of course you you you're feeling anxious of course i mean all these feelings are absolutely valid so thank you so much it's it is very humbling to think that we have helped you in some way to to talk about this with your friends and the fact that you guys are now checking up on each other is amazing yeah, that's the bit man that's the bit i mean the whole email was lovely to hear but that bit the fact that him and his friends are, well, Joe and his friends are now kind of checking in with each other a little more. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. I uh, love that. That's a fuck yeah from me as well. Yeah. And I would like to apologise, Joe, profusely for being so poor this week, actually, because I feel as if on all the weeks to hear that email, hey. I feel as if, I, you know, but thank George, you. George, man. brilliant. Look, you on your worst day are worth a thousand meats. <laughs> <laughs> So That's don't you worry. About... Oh, there was a moment there during Joe's email. I thought I just oh, I you get might about get time about time. Like... <laughs> yeah, when I first read it, I felt like I might have to watch about Ought time. To watch about time. Yeah. Is that our new code for having a cry? Yeah. <laughs> um, it is a beautiful film, actually. Um, oh, beautiful film! Did enjoy it. Gorgeous um, film. Gorgeous. Film. Um, um, so Joe, not Joe Rogan. Thank you very much. That was an amazing thank you, email. Thank you, Joe. Um, and here's another. Uh, this email is from Flora. Hi, Ollie. Huge fan of yours and Jexton's. George is fine, I guess. Now, George, oh. don't worry. Okay. Oh, mate, of all the weeks to read this out. <laughs> don't you? Don't worry. What the next part is about to say? Why this is? It's. Uh, okay. y- you'll see. Okay. I saw George performing in Dubai, where I live, a couple of years Mm. ago. And in fact, it's his music that I listen to when I'm feeling low for an injection of happy vibes. Your podcast Mm. has been keeping me balanced during the time I've been stuck abroad in Dubai and away from my family. Usually every year I experience what I call sad September, where I feel very low and am convinced everybody hates me. But surprisingly, 2020 didn't bring this, and I believe I have you two to thank in part. I'm a little bit behind with my listening, but on the Newsaholics Anonymous episode... Sorry, I forget that we have titles and... (laughs) that's apparently one of the titles um (laughs) on the newsaholics anonymous episode pretty sure i I think that that sounds like it might be one of mine actually ollie you were speaking about how haircuts are an anxiety trigger for you my sister josie who i'm so proud of works with a charity that trains barbers to discuss mental health issues with their clients i love this concept and i hope it's useful even if not local to you they are called lions barber collective and the website has a function where you can locate a trained barber uh thank you for everything you do flora flora this website you've sent me is literally all i've ever wanted oh so it's yeah it's the lionsbarbercollective.com you go in and you can put in your address and find the nearest one near you it does seem to be mostly uk and the united states but there's a few dotted around so it's it's worth looking but you can use this how you see fit you you could this these people have been trained to talk about mental health and that might mean that you want to 
talk about it with them. Or it might be that you're in my situation where you just, just the fact that you know that the person cutting your hair is, you know, kind of versed in the, this world and, and, and sympathetic to anxiety or whatever it might be. That might be the thing that helps you get over your fear and, and gets you in the barber. So this website is amazing. Flora, thank you so much for sending it and and big ups to your to Josie, your sister, who works for the organization. And uh yeah, if if we've got lots of listeners emailing in saying that they too find haircuts really difficult. So lionsbarbercollective.com might maybe have uh, you know a lot of help to people so that's brilliant thank that you is so like much tailor-made for what you were talking I about i know it's perfect and george you feel a bit better that flora was uh, i'll just explain it to yeah. you so yeah when she said george is fine i guess she yeah. was burying the lead she actually thinks you know she's really gr- you're yeah. you're really growing on her yeah <laughs> Yeah, I guess. George. I guess I got that bit. Hey, Flora, <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoyed the show in Dubai. That was a mad gig in that it was all... we. Yeah, it was a crazy one. It was crazy Whoa. for us to even be in Dubai. So, yeah. Sounds Thank crazy, you. man. No, as in just like as in just the logistics and yeah. everyone was just, you know, yeah, crazy, bro. Oh, whoa, okay. Oh, bro. Don't, don't doorknob me like that. We spend this whole episode warming <laughs> you up and then you come Shut up with a crazy up. anecdote like that. That sounds <laughs> mad. <laughs> oh, man, alive. Look, God. George, my dear boy, it's time for you to get some rest well first no, of all, I was just getting started nah sorry i'm off man nah, i'm hungry I'm what's off. for dinner tonight i've had it my um sister bless her very kindly um uh it was like a homemade kind of vegetable curry thing um sounds great that uh so yeah. <laughs> oh god <laughs> guys please if this was the episode that you plugged into going i'm not sure about the show i'm gonna give him one last chance please Please, George, just ca- carry the chance on to next week, and I promise I'm going to bring George. Trump. Truly, you've been a delight. You've you oh, always no. A- no seriously. Oh don't- no, look, my dear oh. friend, my dear friend. <laughs> please, oh, if I haven't lost it, I'm losing it. Um, yeah, <laughs> love that. I love that yeah. sort, of, sort of thing. Um, yeah. Okay, well, George, here you, you can help me out here because. We'd love the dear gorgeous public to get in touch. Um, mm-hmm. And how on God's green earth would they do that? Please do get in touch. Um, email us. The email address is contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com. And follow us on Instagram at phoneafriendpod. Uh, give us a rating on wherever you listen to your podcast. Oh, yeah, we're, George, we're, uh, what was it? We're one of Apple's Fav most favorite podcasts or something of the year. So <laughs> you know, take that, mum. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so Molly, mate, 
I hope you sleep better tonight. Thank you. I, I hope you are able to to maintain this level of tiredness. I hope you don't get into bed and then your mind goes whizzing. Um, no, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't see how that could ever happen. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want you to remember as you just as you fall asleep that you're nothing without me. Speak to yeah. you next week. <laughs> okay. When great. I will be in the <gasps> land. Uh, And also, I'm, I'm, uh, dear listener, before you go, please, wait, 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 wait. Um, I think that my plan is, if I start to feel anxious during my travels, I'm going to speak to my dear friend George, uh, as in, I'm going to record on my phone me explaining how I feel to my dear friend George and the gorgeous public, and maybe we can somehow get this into the episode because I that feel like it would good. be calming for me and maybe a you know a little a little window into the wacky mind of one of the nation's sweethearts sweethearts uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely I think that could be a really good practice yes because yeah it might be beneficial for you in real time and then it'll mm-hmm. be very beneficial for oh, myself great content just public yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so I'll sp- uh, look a lot to look forward to. So, you know, peck us up. See you next week. All right, mate. See you later. Shoop, 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 shoop,